Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first. Welcome to Share Talk. Today we have Lincoln Moore, who is executive director of Deckel Oil Public Limited. Deckel Oil run one of the largest capacity palm oil mills in West Africa, in the Ivory Coast. And today we've had some news out about that. But first of all, welcome, Lincoln. Uh, thank you, John. Thanks for having me. So you had some results out last week in relation to quarter three not so positively received by the market. Do you want to just cover that before we get into today's R&S? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, John. Yeah, we, we put our uh, Q3 uh, results out um, last week. Uh, you know, I, I guess uh, revenue like-like uh, in line uh, with the with the previous year. Um, you know, clearly in the first half of the year, we, we showed revenue growth, so flattened revenue and really, uh, that was driven by you know relatively poor uh, production uh, during the low season. Even for the even for the low season, it was below our expectations and, and I guess below the the market's expectations. Um, and you know I guess we offset some of that by by being able to uh, extract better pricing than what's typically available in the market uh, from having more storage and being able to better manage our sales. Uh, they were pre-sales from from the first half and and storage left over from the the high season. So that 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 clawed back uh, some of the loss in production. Uh, in terms of the the production side of things, really, I, I think we can probably look at uh, three reasons. One is it is the low season. Uh, it, it, certainly, we always expect uh, production to be uh, substantially lower. Uh, and it was a, a relatively poor harvesting period for for the for the for the country as a whole. I think, you know, on top of that, I, I think the you know the meal challenges we had through May and June and the uh, production disruption as a result of that as as well, you know, left us moving into the the low season from probably not the strongest uh, position of momentum in terms of. Uh, uh, shareholder um, delivery, so that that perhaps could have been also uh, a small contributor. And we really tend to see it. normally in September. There's a you know there's a slight pickup. Um, you know we call it our secondary high season, which which to be frank we we, we don't really see, see it as it, as it was historically known to be. Um, you know didn't didn't sort of see the uplift in in September. So so they're, they're really the three reasons. For the the FFB being uh, lower, but I guess overall uh, revenue was was in, in line, and uh, you know we we obviously are in the low season, but uh, yeah, a bit disappointing on the production side of things, no doubt. Yeah, I mean in terms of the share price reaction last week, uh, so it dropped sort of around twenty percent. I mean, do you think that was potentially overdone, in your opinion? Yeah, I guess I can only uh, speak to the the various stakeholder groups I've spoken to, or or indirectly by the brokers uh, spoken to. the 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 institutional uh, reaction was was um, you know very uh, understanding. I mean, they understand it is the low season. They understand that uh, that uh, it isn't the biggest driver of our year end results. I mean, we obviously want to do better in the low season, clearly, and I think we can. Uh, but uh, it doesn't move the dial uh, as materially as uh, you know a twenty percent drop off in, in the high season, which is obviously would would be would be more significant. So that was the institutions were okay. I can see where we're tracking online to you know drive. I think we're aiming for it's 
about 30 million revenue for the year, and, and that, that still, may, uh, still seems to be the case. Uh, so that was the institutions. Retail, I've spoken directly to a number of, um, of retail investors and obviously uh, read chat boards and, and got feedback from uh, PCBs, uh, et cetera. Uh, I think, you know, we've got a, a group of retail investors, probably some that know the story and, and the background of what we're trying to achieve uh, quite well and, and also um, you know, pretty similar to the institutions. You know, they, they can see that, you know, understand that the low season isn't the, isn't the, uh, the, the main crux of things. And uh, the 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 view from those groups was that there's certainly a big overreaction, and of course, clearly we've obviously had a, a few sellers and people have decided to uh, drop the stock at the same time, which has probably led to, you know, as you say, an overreaction in, in the price to to come off 20% when uh, the Q3 numbers uh, quantitatively. Uh, probably represent uh, probably certainly around five percent of your uh, profit result for the year, five to ten at max, uh, does suggest does suggest an overreaction. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously, go back to today's news. You're going to have a twenty five percent increase in capacity there. Then, so given that you've had lower production output, what's the thinking behind increasing the capacity? Yeah, see, uh, the message I think we've been uh, putting out there over the last, certainly last three months is that uh, the, the seasonal flow of production is certainly more peakier and certainly the, the troughs are bigger than than historical data would, would suggest. And uh, I think that's rung, rung true through Q3 where you know, you're in a low season and the, the low season was slightly lower than and, and what you'd expect. So we... we saw in last year's high season really uh, in terms of fruit availability a very strong um, uh, FFB uh, quantities and you know more than what the the meal uh, behaving normally particularly through um, March and April could uh, could handle and and really uh, you know on top of that we had some um, some issues uh, in terms of the mill itself uh, we had boiler problems and we, we also had um, uh, problems with the flow through of, of fresh fruit bunch caused by problems at the uh, kernel separation process. So, so at the end of the high season, we, we you know, looked at what, what was going wrong with the meal. Uh, we brought in the experts from, from Moddy Palm who manufactured the meal and our, uh, our external uh, milling consultants. And the, the, the problems at the kernel separation uh, were quickly identified and it became quite clear that uh, that with those problems also was the opportunity to to actually increase the capacity of the mill. So we were only using four presses because of the problems at the kennel separation stage. But uh, with uh, a bit of spend at the kennel separation stage, we can we can uh, bring in that fifth press and increase the the capacity of the mill by twenty five percent, which is which is really significant in the high season. So the, this this is quite big for us because we know this is where we make all our money uh, or majority of our money in the year and now we can see that uh, you know the fruit was there in the high season and you know with a good clean run of um, of milling through that period we can materially increase uh, production uh, on, on what was achieved this year so it's quite exciting actually yeah I mean have you have you got it that's obviously gonna the work's going to be completed next month I gather for that so you're gonna you're going to be ready you know, within a matter of weeks. 
Yeah, that, that's right. So we and the mule that's itself now operates on two lines of thirty ton per hour. So we're we're adjusting one of the thirty ton thirty tons per hour up to forty five and continue to operate normally in who knows what is the continuation of the low season with the remaining uh, thirty ton line. So so there's no impact on uh, on the mill uh, whilst we undertake these changes. I mean, you can see from uh, the announcement the costs involved. 100,000 euros is, is 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 pretty insignificant compared to what we get out of this and I, I guess uh, the uh, you can take from that it's not a particularly complex um, upgrade or adjustment to to the mill so so yes it will be up up and uh, ready for the high season I mean it should be you know through Q4 really uh, so more than enough time to be up and running uh, at that extra capacity and be ready for for when the fruit does seem to, to flood in. Okay, great stuff. So have you got any other initiatives that we can look forward to hearing about in the near future? I think I think so. I think we, we there's a couple of other things that we're looking at to to support, you know, what we're really looking at for the high high season is one, maximizing the the meals um, capacity. Uh, two is you know limiting uh, down days as, as much as, as possible. Uh, and, uh, and and really looking at the human elements as well in terms of maximising the, the fresh fruit bunches and our, our sales tactics uh, through the high season and, in, and then learning from the, the low season as well. So so there's a couple of things we, we uh, you know, probably look at announcing in the next few weeks to, to support our endeavours to really give us absolutely every chance of delivering uh, the the maximum possible production in that high season, which is you know certainly key, and we've we've done well the two previous years in Q1, uh, but then had uh, I think in 2015 it was really external issues with the uh, with the flow of our end product CPO in in West Africa. It was hindered by Nigeria issues with uh, currency price uh, currency issues, but uh, and again this this year the Q1 was was quite strong, but Q2 quite weak. So. It's certainly not a case of uh, trying to overstretch, in my view. We, we already know what we can do. It's about sustaining and being consistent uh, through the full high season and then setting us up for the low season from a position where we are uh, managing our relationships and taking everything from the smallholders they provide and keeping them happy and uh, and, and, and then enhancing the, the low season as well. Indeed. So we look forward to seeing those production results in a few months' time. Is there anything else you'd like to add today, Lincoln? Well, certainly, I think uh, we've we've covered where we where we're heading uh, early next year, and I think there's reason to be very optimistic. But uh, in the present, you know, we we still remain on track for uh, record financial results, you know, in terms of our revenue, EBITDA, and uh, and net net profit after tax. So, so uh, another another uh, year of uh, growth for us, um, irrespective of the. The challenges we've had on the on the production side so bodes well that um, despite challenges we can continue to deliver uh, record results so you're yeah, certainly looking forward to the to the next high season and, and really uh, taking or utilizing the, the the extra capacity we've got to really deliver a significant uplift in production okay Lincoln well it's been great hearing from you today so that was Lincoln Moore executive director for decal oil ticker DKL thank you Lincoln uh, thanks John Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.